0: No, you know, I'm not asking him to rat on anybody. I'm just asking, like, how true are some of these things amongst your industry? Not saying anything about yourself if you do it. And I'm sure you don't do it. You know, you're a stand-up guy. And you, so you so
1: Jesse's basically asking me if I'm, like, some Japanese gangster. I never said that. And that's, <laughs> the answer is yes. that's why i have to stay so low-key you know because i i just i just don't need my name to be popping up all over the place
2: i guess he controls robert kiyosaki yeah oh my god he's my poor dad (laughs) what's up guys welcome back to the not genius podcast i'm your host josh and i'm your host jesse Today, we have our friend TK. He flew, at, flew out here from Vegas. Tyler. Kaneshiro. How was that? How's it? How was it? Oh, I
0: don't know. How was it, Josh? What? How was my pronunciation? I don't know. Kaneshiro.
2: Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Did I do it?
1: Yeah. I guess that would be proper. But Kaneshiro is fine.
2: Kaneshiro.
1: I prefer not a uh, Shiro kane (laughs)
2: shiro what's the worst pronunciation you've ever heard
1: it's only kane shiro k-a-n-e so kane kane with a k and then s-h-i-r-o that's true it's
0: hard it's kind of hard to mess up Mm -hmm. but like that's that's, that's the mess up
1: yeah that's the mess up
0: that's the most common mess up yeah i know you flew in from vegas this morning tell us how was the flight man
1: yeah it was great you know i sat in the second to last row. The middle seat between two uh, 300-pound guys. Are you serious? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Wait, it wasn't one of you? Wasn't it you?
1: Well, so I was the center 300-pound guy. And then there was a (laughs) 300-pound guy from Belize. And then there was a 300-pound guy from Philly. (laughs) I'm not joking. This is a full flight. A red-eye flight. It was full. Full flight. We left... (laughs) 8 30 last night and i we got in at 4 a.m who are these people coming from vegas into
0: philly bro do they got no better place to be
1: i think they're all going back home
0: oh they're going back
1: home i think so do they look like they're from philly the two people next to me were from philly
2: they were okay The people
0: around you look like they were from philly
2: yeah. I mean, probably, bro. <laughs> it's a flight to Philly.
0: I guess so. Who's who's really trying to fly into Philly from Vegas? Not gonna lie. But oh, besides you, besides you, thank you so much for being yeah, here, bro. You know, yes, dude. I, I'm so glad. I don't even know. Literally, how did Kenny even find you? How did literally tell us tell us the story of how how Kenny even brought you into our family?
1: Do you, you even know? I don't even know. <laughs> I think the first person I met was you. I think it was me Yeah Kelly You were walking by And then Kelly My sister Said Tyler You have to meet Jesse yes. And then I said hi to you And that's the extent of it And then you met Kenny separately And then I was t- talking to We were just I, was, I saw Kenny outside I was talking to him And then he was saying how You get, Like you Him and his partner And then he said Jesse But I, I couldn't Figure out who Because I just met you yeah. For a moment So I was like Okay His partner Jesse Is they're flipping houses in Delaware. And I was like, What what's in Delaware? And then I don't know.
0: Literally, how did why did you end up coming to Delaware out of all places, man? I know you go back between Vegas and Hawaii, like literally every single month, but then you find yourself on the other side of the country.
1: Yeah, you guys are cool people. All of you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's what we we wanted to hear.
2: I was fishing for that compliment this entire time. We talked about that multiple times. We were just like, how did anyone have this like why did he gravitate gravitate towards us?
1: Yeah. To okay, to be honest, I thought that Jesse was a young version of me. Wow. Me? Really? Tell me about it. What what did you see? Like, um, I always was very, I guess, forward-thinking and driven in my career. And only my career, I guess I didn't realize Jesse was married. (laughs) And you thought different than most people your age.
0: So when you were young TK, tell me, like, what was that? Tell me about your story. Like, I know you grew up in Hawaii and eventually moved over to Vegas, but... Can you tell us a little bit about your upbringing? What was that like? like? Did you have jobs in your family's businesses growing up? Or did you have your own side hustles? And then, like, why did you decide to go to college? Where did you go to college? And um, what did you decide to do afterwards?
1: Yeah, so um, so I'm from Hawaii. um, Born in small-town Hilo. The... I was fortunate to be born into a family of entrepreneurs. My parents had probably the biggest residential construction company on, in Hilo at the time. Um, and in addition to that, they had, uh, they had some laundromats and several other businesses. We had a cabinet shop, um, a restaurant, so they're very entrepreneurial. Um, I didn't, I guess I would say I was on the smarter side, but I never really tried in school. Um, I played high school sports, played golf, basketball, cross country. Hey, cross country.
0: Dude, I, was, I ran cross we country all, We, all, we, all ran cross we country. both ran cross, Maybe cross country. Maybe that's why we were connected.
1: <laughs> Man, cross country was so hard. Were you good? No, I think my best 5K was like seventeen eleven.
0: Whoa, bro! What? Were you like really skinny back in the day?
1: About Josh's size.
0: Oh, dude! Could you imagine <laughs> running seventeen eleven? Seventeen 18? eleven? Nah, at this size, bro? No, no. I, uh, no, no, I no.
1: I'm
2: at, I don't. The, I don't know how much you weighed.
1: But I, I was I was skinny. That's good, dude. dude that was, was your dude,
0: time. Was, it was like I was seven. I was around seventeen o nine. Like I was right there. <laughs> literally about the same well, like, cause Bang like to be competitive
1: or... like for competition for fifteens, 15s oh, yeah. 15s. Yeah. Maybe yeah. 15s yeah to be really so, good for that I was slow you know two minutes yeah about yeah. average yeah but I did I, I mean I guess cross country I did it because I thought that it would help me for basketball mm. I did it specifically for cardio and what it did it made me slow
2: yeah yeah, yeah. cause the slow twitch muscles
1: yeah like I was like
0: but you can go for a long time, so you could run back and forth on the court for a long time. Yeah,
1: but n- nothing that would make any. Yeah.
0: You can't make those cuts as yeah, fast. Yeah, you
1: can't, and so like it was like bad for me. So I only did it one year. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. I think I did it my sophomore went to junior year.
0: Wow, that's really fast for one season, dude. It took me the entire, cu- like yeah, the entire high, high school. Yeah. That's kind of crazy.
2: Yeah, Dang, so. that's like really good, actually.
0: Did you have any side hustles while working? Uh, while you were in high school or side hustles when you were? In-
1: no, like <coughs> fortunately, Coach? like my parents just told me to just focus on school, focus on school. So you never worked. I never worked. My first business though was, <sighs> I want to say it was like my eighth grade during the summer. I had a kiosk in the mall and I did boba tea.
0: How did you get this kiosk dude?
1: So I put together a business plan and then my mom had a restaurant so I was able to use her restaurant to make the make the teas and the boba and then I you know I, I was in of driving age so I had help to bring it uh bring the product to the mall every morning and then myself my sister and then I think we had like one other worker and that was my first business.
0: Was it profitable? When did you have to close it down or like how successful just, was it?
1: The kiosk was just for the summer.
0: Was it just for the summer?
1: Yeah, just for the summer. Did you make bank? I don't even remember. Don't even remember. It's not yeah. that memorable of a business. But we were the first boba tea place. In the whole island? On the whole island. The first.
0: <laughs> first and the last. I have not found like a boba spot. Oh, boba's
1: terrible in Big Island.
0: Yeah, you got to go to California to get boba, yeah. unfortunately. It's a mainland thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. But um, yeah, I guess that, I mean, that's, yeah, that's my first taste of business. I always knew, I, I thought growing up, I always wanted to live in Hilo. And Hilo is a town that doesn't have much industry. So I had to go back to work at the family business. Mm-hmm. So after, after high school, I, I graduated. I actually went to UH Manoa for a semester. My mom and my sister—they were actually living in New Zealand. Um, so University of Auckland had a special, like, um, they had a special onboarding, like, college program that was designed by several of the big companies there. And basically, if you got into that particular program, the companies that created the program, they would automatically give you a job. So I applied for the program. There was, like, I think spots for, like, 50 students in that particular uh, business school program. I applied. I got in. So I left left UH, and then I went to New Zealand.
0: Was there anything special about New Zealand that you felt like UH could not offer you?
1: Um, The curriculum was different. Like, the the program, most of the credits were mostly around business. I didn't have any, like what do you call it? Electives? It was like, I think it was like 18 credits a semester of just business school. Okay. And a lot of it was like case study stuff. So, I feel like, I mean, I guess I didn't experience the other way, but I felt like it was pretty usable in in the real world.
0: Yeah. And what was like the progression after college from like working? Because you told me like a lot of crazy things. Like, once upon a time you were a general contractor and now, you know, you help run the family businesses and you got a lot of different, you got your hand in a lot of different things and you're like pretty low key about it. So it's like, you don't talk about yourself that much. Come on, TK. We need yeah. you. We need you to like, brag. You. Can, can you, can you brag to us about yourself? Like the best that you possibly can without like you won't hurt our feelings, dude. Come on. Just, just flex on us real quick.
1: Okay. So I have the hardest time talking about myself, but um, yeah. So, so, like I said, I wanted to come back to. I wanted to come back to Hilo, yeah. and for me to just make a living, I would have to. I didn't see it any other way besides taking over the family business. So, one half of the family business is the custom home building, the general contractor, and the other part was um, our, I guess, our real estate holdings, like managing that. And like our laundromat business. So I came, I graduated. The moment I graduated, I came back home. It was 2008 that I graduated college. And that was like right when like the, you know, the real estate like bust was happening. So, you know, terrible, terrible, terrible timing for to be in home building. Yeah, construction was like bad. So, I mean, at least I got to taste... That was maybe our family's, like, third recession that we're going to go through. But the first one that I personally got to work through. But it gave me a lot of time to learn the systems in place. So when it got busier, we can execute those systems. So that that, that part was good. It was good for me to experience the struggle. So I know that not everything is good all the time. Because... Construction is very cyclical. Um, and at the same time, I was doing the laundromats and the, the property management stuff. Um, what else can I say? In that time, we doubled the business at the laundromat. We bought, the, uh, we bought, we re-bought back an old location that we originally owned. And then maybe five years ago, I bought a dry cleaners that was also originally family-owned, but then a corporation bought a big mainland corporation bought that place out, and I bought them out. Wow.
0: Why did they sell? Or were they just not running it efficiently?
1: Yeah, they were just not running it efficiently. Yeah. They're, state, they're statewide, but they're from California. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took that as an opportunity. And then maybe about five years ago, I realized... That I wasn't like Hawaii wasn't making me happy.
0: What does that mean? Really? Yeah.
2: Dude, when I go to Hawaii, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, everyone. When everyone goes to Hawaii,
1: they get they're happy. Yeah, I um, know it's hard. What, um, what,
0: what? What? Can you like <clears throat> just break down those feelings? Like, what were you thinking internally that made you feel that Hawaii was not making you happy? That hey, maybe I should go experiment with something
1: else. Yeah. So. So back in Hawaii, uh, my my friends, guys who I called my brothers, you know they all they all moved on with their life. They all got married. They all had kids. I was still single, very career driven. So there was like that part, and the custom home building. I did some really good projects. I was on the contractors board. You know my. My peers on the board were my parents' age, so I thought I would feel that would make me feel good like oh, I accomplished this I, I i I'm on the board now, that didn't make me feel good The other work stuff wasn't making me feel feel fulfilled yeah and then um, I was always close with my sister, and she lived in vegas, so there's all these, these all of these things that added up to me not feeling like this is where I should be.
0: So you were feeling like work was not fulfilling you and your family life over there. and Just like your best relationships just weren't around you. Like mm-hmm. all your friends moved away, your sister moved away. It just felt like kind of lonely and unfulfilling.
1: I guess my friends didn't move away. They were in Hilo. But oh, they did, were. Yeah, they were. But it's just like, they were just like- Busy just, with their lives. Yeah, busy with their lives, you know? So- so then I moved to Vegas. Mm-hmm. I moved to Vegas. I was actually living with my sister for what year was that? Twenty
0: seventeen. Okay, the last five years.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was I was just renting a room for a little while until I found my own house. Mm-hmm. My my requirements for a house was for me to be my sister's neighbor. Oh really? Yeah. So. So I found yeah I found my house. I was um, actually helping with um, another family business. We had a medical di- a distribution company, so I did that for several years. Bro,
0: what the heck? What what background do you have in medical distribution that made you qualify besides being like the son?
1: <laughs> I have no idea, but I'll go around and I'll do demos. <laughs> And I'll uh, install this equipment. What?
0: <laughs> what are you demoing? Okay, give, do a demo for us like from your experience. What did you demo, bro?
1: So we had the distribution rights to this uh, machine called uh, Wave Therapy. Okay. It was like um, a low-frequency um, device that like produced... <sighs> I haven't said this in such a long time. It it produced a low frequency pressure wave that basically penetrated your body, vibrated your cells, and got your circulation to, your circulatory systems to start moving. Yeah. And through that, like the theory is good circulation will help your body cure whatever ailments you have. Very basic.
0: Yeah. You come from a background of business and you said IT, you studied IT in college. Literally, your family always had that business or did they acquire that or partner up with somebody and then they plugged you in?
1: Yeah, so my mom got the distribution rights to this machine. Yeah. And then she just plugged me in because I was available.
0: How many businesses are there in total? Because it sounds like you guys are in like five different industries.
1: Yeah, it's like four maybe. It's four? Yeah. The health, yeah, I'll... the dry cleaner, the coin laundry, and the real estate, construction, real oh, estate, construction, and real
2: estate are like one thing. How many siblings do
1: you have? Just Kelly. Okay. Yeah, one. What? <laughs> and then, yeah. <clears throat> so I guess I, I I fade away. I guess that that ended maybe around COVID the distribution ended. I mean because we couldn't travel and stuff, so like that kinda ended. But right before COVID, um my mom and I we bought a like maybe the fourth largest coin laundry in Vegas.
2: Fourth largest. That's crazy. Just one building or like the a franchise?
1: No, there's it's one place. And it's just the business, like uh we're in um like a big strip mall. hmm So we're just leasing the space. Okay. Yeah. Um, bought it March first, and then COVID shut us down on like March twentieth.
0: People can't do their laundry, so you're saying that they shut your laundromat down. Is that well, what ha- is it, that
1: what happened? They shut it down for a very brief moment, but when we opened back up, we'd, the laundromat used to be open six a.m. to ten thirty p.m. Mm-hmm. I think we changed the hours to like eight to three. It was so slow. What? But you you have to imagine if you're
0: people aren't washing their clothes.
1: But if everyone's at home and no, and like you're not working, the -hmm. kids aren't at school. You're gonna wash it by hand. You're gonna not wash clothes. You're you're gonna wear the same clothes. Yeah. matter. You're just in pajamas all day. Oh.
0: Yeah. I never thought about that. I I would never, bro. Wait. Do you do that? Would you do that? Would you still rotate your <laughs> clothes? What it- I feel like I I would still change my clothes every single day.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'd probably wear the same clothes. You would probably would wear the same the, clothes I would for wear a the same sc- at least couple days. Yeah. If you're doing nothing, I don't think that's point, weird. You can't even go to, like you go to CrossFit every morning. You can't even go to yeah. CrossFit. So you're not even going to change to go to yeah, CrossFit.
2: Like it's not right. like you're working out or you're just chilling all day. I think I'm
0: just a sweaty person. I just sit in the chair. I'm still sweating, dude. <laughs> maybe the <that> may- <laughs> maybe I'm the problem. <laughs>
1: But in Vegas, you don't sweat. Oh, that's true. It's a desert. Yeah. (laughs) There's no humidity. Yeah, you're just dry all the time. You turn on the AC, it's (laughs) dry AC.
0: Talk to us about these boring businesses. I feel like it's been popping up a lot on social media lately. People are just like, oh, man, I love the car wash. I love the coin laundromat. You know, and you got this dry cleaner. Can you talk to us about the business of coin laundromat and dry cleaners and
1: yeah so i guess so coin laundry and dry clean is two two separate things yeah and i guess commercial laundry is three separate totally separate businesses coin i mean coin laundry i I would say it's a very big uh, capital expenditure like a decent size store Mm -hmm. is in the the cost to build is in the millions Mm -hmm. so like that that would be a barrier to entry for most people yeah to get like the funding to to do something like that um
0: they don't finance you can't just get SBA loans like you can put like 10 20% down and then do the SBA loan for but the you rest know, right
1: yeah t- you can do 20% down SBA loan but then that's still 400 grand
0: yeah oh wow i guess the price to purchase or acquire you know, the business is very large huh yeah. yeah
1: and that's you know and that's just the business and most times you're going to a lease space yeah mm. Um, like water rights is very yeah. hard to get.
0: So now you kind of have like a mortgage on the business. You said water you... rights. Yeah. What's water rights? Yeah.
1: So like, let's say like um like your house, you're allotted. They're cal- they'll calculate. I don't know, two hundred gallons a day. Mm-hmm. But on like like for a laundromat, you're you're going into the millions of gallons, mm-hmm. and it, like a place like Vegas or just most places. When you're using that much water, you have to get a special right to use it. Wow! And that's that's probably and,
2: really hard to get. I and guess. that's
1: hard to get. And when you get it, you have to pay a lot.
2: Oh my gosh! Like one upfront payment, or do you pay like a premium for, for I guess, water usage?
1: I guess different. Oh, it's it's usually an upfront payment. Okay. To the to the city or whatever. <laughs> and that's whether that's if even if you can get it. Like in Vegas, right now you can't build a new laundromat. You can't build it. You cannot.
0: And there's a like lot of Like, you people. can't get the right to build it. There's still a lot of people using the laundromat
1: on yeah, a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, Vegas is not, I would say, is not that great a market for laundry.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: I don't know why. You got to go somewhere humid, that's why.
0: <clears throat> yeah, where people sweat more and change their clothes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I was actually looking at the Texas. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, but. Would you ever move to Texas?
1: No. No? But, you know, you can, you can run it so you can yeah. run it remote or you can get yeah. it to that point.
0: Mm-hmm. You just go to Hawaii every single month. You might as well just go to Texas like, you know, once every other month,
2: once a month as well. Just build it into your schedule, bro. <laughs> so what makes Texas like a
1: potentially good
2: place for coin laundry?
1: If you like just looking at the like the books that I've seen, it's just totally different. I don't know why specifically Texas. I mean, I'm sure other states it works too, but Texas is a very good return. Well, so
0: what can you tell can you tell us like what do return on investment numbers look like on what you guys had put into the business and like how good it performed since you guys got that got the one in Vegas?
1: Huh, so how would they how would they talk talk about this? So I see a lot of like Instagram videos and mm-hmm. YouTube videos of people saying how like Laundromats can basically replace like their, their salary income. Mm-hmm. And I would say that is very possible. But you have to be at a size, a significant size. Like I haven't seen a laundry big enough on the internet that I've seen Instagram videos of where it actually replaced your income. How a normal up? person's income. Like 60 grand? 50, yeah, 50, 60,000. Oh, 50,
0: 60. Yeah. Okay, net? Yeah, net. Yeah.
1: In Texas, I I can see you, you can find you can find that a lot easier.
0: Okay, but does that include the person who's going out to get the coins? Yeah, yeah. That includes the overhead yeah, of everything. having your your,
2: yeah. sta- your staff. Yeah. So it'd be fully automated at that point.
1: Yeah, okay. but even like full automation for laundries, like because it's such a high volume place with a lot of people, because like the people factor, it's it's. Not as automated as you think it can get just because the amount of customers. It's not like um, automating a Shopify store mm-hmm. or even flipping. Like, you know, like with, with flipping, like you have contractors. If you have a general, you're dealing with one person. Or, you know, if you have a couple subs, electrical, a plumber, or an AC guy, a framer, you know, that's like five, six people. In a dry, in a laundromat, you could deal with 200, 300 people a day. Yeah. And if ten percent of those people are complaining, mm. like that's a lot of problem. And if you don't have you know, most of the time when you like staff your laundromat, you don't have a very high paid person to be dealing with yeah. thirty pe- thirty angry people a day.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. Does that happen? That happens. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. Oh, tell us what, the- Yeah, what
2: do they get mad at? Like their machine doesn't work or?
1: Yeah, just that. My machine doesn't, my washer doesn't work. My dryer doesn't work. You ruined my clothes. <laughs> I mean, nothing crazy, but yeah. enough to like get people really upset.
0: Can you tell us like your biggest business nightmare story that you've ever experienced in your business career?
1: So my toughest thing that I've experienced is um, so in my dry clean business, I, in one of my delivery vans, I had a driver that kind of lost it. What do you mean by lost it? Like he was threatening while he was driving the van to crash the van. Okay. <laughs> Why? And with him in the van. With him in the van <laughs> while he was driving. And I just didn't know what to do. I I didn't know what to do. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But luckily, like, he ran the tank empty a couple times. We had to go fill it up. Or he he got it filled up or something. He got it back to the plant, and, like, then I let him go. But, like, that was very scary.
2: Was it, like, a self-hostage
1: situation where he's, like... He wasn't demanding me for anything. He was just threatening to crash the van. And I was, like, oh, at least crash it into the wall like don't hit somebody
0: yeah that's that's a that's a major (laughs)
1: liability bro yeah and I was like man I have no control over
0: this yeah you don't want your the name of your company on the van
1: all over Hawaii
0: news it's like oh my gosh yeah
1: I mean yeah like that I would say that's that's the craziest thing that's happened to me but as far as like customers I mean we're in like as far as both the dry cleaning and laundry we're even home building. We're in the service of cust- We're in the business as of customer service, so dealing with complaints is part of the business. Mm-hmm.
0: So, what's your role in your business? I really don't even know what you do, bro. How do you spend your days?
1: Yeah,
2: you wake up at five thirty, and then what do you do? Um, Immediately squat three hundred
1: pounds. Without- <laughs> yeah, tell us how much you on. How, how much <laughs> do you squat, bro? Oh, I don't go heavy, man.
0: Yeah, he's gonna say I don't go heavy. He does like six hundred pounds <laughs>
2: after after he runs a seventeen eleven five k. Yo,
0: you look like you lift a, a thousand pounds across <laughs> all your lifts. Tell us, like, is it true? No, no. Okay, no, there's no way. Josh is trying to hit a thousand pounds.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to hit. Where are you?
0: At, where are you now with a thousand pounds? Are you Are like nine hundred something now?
2: I don't know, dude. I haven't. Was it squat up. dead oh. bench? Squat dead lift bench. Yeah. 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 Josh yeah. squat a lot, <laughs> apparently. Apparently, yeah.
0: Four or five. No, how much are you squatting now? Uh, three sixty something, right?
2: If I one rep maxed, I could. I think I get three sixty-five. Maybe yeah. I don't know, yeah. but I'm only like, I want to say like a month back into like powerlift. Well, training consistently. I don't know. It's really not that crazy. There's literally like.
1: What's your debt? I don't know, dude. For something, right?
2: No, No, so I was like, dude, I was doing sumo for a while and then I like messed my hip up. So then I stopped deadlifting and recently I started again conventional. But like, it's kind of holding me back. But dude, there's literally like, so there's this guy at my gym that powerlifts and he's like 35. And he did his first meet a couple months ago. And he said that there is literally like 17 year old kids squatting like 600 pounds. Dude, that's crazy. How, because,
0: how big are these 17 year old kids? But they're, are they?
2: they're like like 185. Like, oh my God. Like they're like.
0: They're like lean.
2: Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. They're just like crazy good. And I think it's because like it's such a TikTok, it's such a trend to like power lift now. That like all these kids kids are starting off when they're like 13 years old you know and they're just doing everything right because they have all this information oh my gosh
0: so where'd you get the information <laughs> dude Where? so where do you get information to be so to be the thing?
1: size that i am now it's about yeah the, yeah, yeah how did you get two to be the size medium uh pizza pizzas a day two medium-sized and pizza, a diet pizza hut
0: he said pizzas
1: Oh, I thought
0: you said Pizza Hut. Oh, I did say Pizza Hut. Yeah, Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that your go to brand of pizza?
1: No, my personal go to is Papa John's. Papa John's, Papa John's. Do you have, do you have that in the
0: East Coast? We got Papa John's.
1: Yeah, really? we could take you over Domino's. Yeah.
0: How did my pizza that I just served you compare to Pizza Hut?
1: Oh, well, Pizza Well, oh, it's a
2: totally different style of pizza. Yeah. No, you can still compare them. No, there's like, that's like trash pizza, like. Like,
0: he just said that was his favorite. What are you talking about, man?
2: No, but I'd say like chain pizza is like trash pizza. I didn't pizza. ask like
0: him not, what was his favorite chain pizza place. I like asked him what was his favorite pizza.
2: No, but he said it wasn't comparable and it's not. It was
0: not comparable?
1: Yeah, it's not comparable. Because it's like... It's, it's different. different. It's it's like... Taco it's like, Bell and yeah, like a and Mexican, Mexican food. <laughs> Yeah, It's just like, different. It's just different. Like that, that's an insult to see Taco Bell's Mexican. Like it's yeah. just different food.
2: So anyways, so in your,
1: in your business, is it what... Do you do so fortunately right now, like in Hawaii, on both the commercial laundry, dry clean, and coin laundry? I have a very good team that does the day to day. Um,
0: what's your team look like? How big is it? What do they do?
1: I think I have about like just over 20 employees um, mm-hmm.
2: for two for one coin and one, or
1: yeah. Two coin laundries, the, and the dry cleaner and commercial laundry.
2: So what, what is commercial laundry? To do like linen. Like hotels and stuff? Yeah, or, oh, you know, okay. restaurant stuff. Mm-hmm. So you like pick it up from?
1: Yeah, pick it up and drop it off.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: And then like the dry cleaner, we have like uh, two satellite stores. We have one plant and then in the plant is a store. And then we have two satellite stores, drop off and pick up. But yeah, I mean, like uh, the team, the team is good. So they, they take care of the day-to-day stuff. Uh, if things happen in the store, I'm the one who has to like make the phone calls to call mechanics or whatever it may be that's happening at the store to re- do repairs. Um, repairs is pretty, a big part of our business. And what's hard, especially in Hawaii, is that there's not too many people who can do the work so like um my manager he's become really good at fixing most of the stuff if not we have to fly in people wow Um, that's crazy yeah
2: and it's just down until you
1: get someone Mm -hmm. so yeah so like for example like our dry clean machine my i think we got it like three or four years ago the the machine is from italy and then the tech, two techs had to come down from Georgia. And oh they my came for gosh! Like ten days.
2: That's expensive. And is that one in Hawaii or Vegas? In Hawaii.
1: How much does that cost? For like, the... no, like the tech for the just the tech to come was like twenty thousand.
2: For two guys. Mm. Yeah. For ten days. That's ridiculous. Jeez. Yeah.
1: And that's not even yeah. The machine. That's was not like, even the work that they yeah, did. Yeah, the machine was you. like a hundred over a hundred thousand.
2: Wow, what to buy the machine or get yeah, it repaired? Get okay. yeah, to buy it, yeah. Wow. So that's tech, some crazy startup costs. Yeah, and that's only one machine. How many do you have?
1: Uh, right now we have two. Two. Yeah.
2: Dude, that's so crazy.
0: So, t- does your parents come from a family of entrepreneurs as well? Like, literally, like how 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 far down the line does the legacy of business go for your family? My parents. They started everything.
1: Yeah. Like my dad came from a family of five. Very, very humble upbringing. Um, <clears throat> and so did my my mom was like an army brat. So my, my grandfather was just in the military. Nothing. Like he served maybe three tours, but not much like business in, in intuition, I guess. Yeah.
0: Was your dad like the visionary and your mom was more of the supporting role and made sure that he didn't like, cross any boundaries when it came to expanding his businesses or did they both, were they both like super hustlers?
1: Um, I would say my mom is the hustler. Really? Okay. But them combined created, I guess the business that I grew up to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Are they still working?
1: Yeah. The, every, everything that they started is still in existence.
0: And are they, are your parents still actively involved or are they just chilling or are they investors?
1: Um, no, like my, I guess my dad, my dad's, uh, I guess, retired now. He has somebody else running the company. Mm-hmm. And then whatever I didn't buy from my parents, I managed for them.
0: So what did you end up buying?
1: Uh, the dry cleaners in Hawaii. Well, I guess I didn't buy from them, but I own the dry cleaners yeah. and the laundromat here. In Vegas. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How, so did you just save up everything from managing and working the family businesses for a couple of years and then and then you were just like, Hey, I'm ready to buy? And then yeah. they did some type of seller finance for you, or how did they structure that transition in terms of you buying it outright or I bought it outright. You bought it outright. Yeah. It's just a lot of saving. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. And
1: well, what yeah. And what well I guess what was what was hard was like, you know, Working for a family business, it's not a big money thing, you know. No, so, definitely not. Especially, you know, because it's family, you get to work for cheap.
0: Yeah, but then they probably gave you a decent deal when it came to the businesses
1: later, right? Yeah, no deals. No deals. <laughs> yeah, no. They deals. were They told you as if you were somebody on the outside. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> but I mean, that, I, I appreciate that. You know, yeah. like we, we've Kelly and I, we had to learn that. You know, nothing's free. Yeah. So, it's fine. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't, and at the same time, I don't want to be given. And I think that's part of my problem with as far as like my growth and success is. I didn't ride my parents.
0: That's awesome, dude.
1: <clears throat> like, I probably would be a lot more successful if I just said, "Hey, mom, can you sign this for me?" Mm-hmm. So that's probably a,
0: yeah you a want, fault. You felt like you wanted to be more known as self-made, yeah, rather than handed down because people probably knew that you came from. family of businesses and entrepreneurs and it's just like it's very easy to just inherit everything yeah but then you wouldn't know how to work it or you wouldn't know how to you know grow it even bigger or establish or implement your own vision so what are you trying to do from this point forward i know that you got your small boring businesses you know your tiktok businesses (laughs) but like what 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 do you want to expand into and Do you want to go deeper into what you're already in, or do you want to go wider?
1: Um. Yeah, I want. I want to get into. Or get back into real estate. In some, I mean, yeah. Hopefully, like you know, hopefully the market will see show that we can continue to flip in Vegas, and that's what I want to do. Because um, for the most part, I have a lot of time now. If I'm if I'm not in Hawaii working, I'm in Vegas. Yeah, and when I'm in Vegas, I have time.
0: Yeah, your laundromat doesn't require a whole lot of time in Vegas.
1: As of very recent, I don't I don't put much time into it. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's it's good.
0: Do you just sit still in your thoughts at home a lot, or like, dude, what
1: are you doing? Yeah, no, I like I guess I spend a lot I. Sp- I... <sighs> I always what is this. it? At analysis paralysis.
0: Analysis paralysis. You're
1: in analysis paralysis. Yeah, I'm in mean that.
0: I'm so confused. You, you've done so much, and you're in analysis paralysis. Yeah. I guess this could happen to anyone, right?
1: And I've been I, like what? What really? Ha- what? I guess we'll take a step back. Like what really got me? Like was so in COVID. Like two. I guess you either went like one of two ways, right? You either went up or down. And in COVID, I definitely went way down. Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought the. We bought the brand in Vegas. I thought, I was like, oh my God, we just got this massive loan and business is down 50%. Like, we can't pay for it. The Hawaii businesses, like Hawaii, you know, it's tourism based. Hawaii was closed to tourists for like, I think from March till September, closed. So. Like that was, that was down. And I still had, you know, I still had my payments, the mortgage, the leases. You could have died. Yeah.
0: All your stuff could have just blown up in your face.
1: Yeah. So I thought that 2020, when 2020 first started, I thought like, oh, this is going to be my biggest year. And then it just went totally, totally, totally opposite. So it definitely made me change the way I think. It made me appreciate just what was in front of me. You know, which was my family. Yeah. I think it did that for a lot of people. Yeah. So it's so in- it was so interesting to see like <clears throat> here going to future flipper and hearing all this success because that's everything I didn't have during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
0: <laughs> Damn, that's so dark. That's man. So sad. Oh
1: no, it's not it's, yeah, it seems you see, also, all, these, you see all these like. Movie
2: I guess that's photos. a good like it's like, all right, now it's my night, my, my turn, right?
1: Yeah. So like I was, I was in a tough spot and I would like now saying it out loud right now, like it makes me think, oh, it should have put me in a worse spot seeing all the success. Mm -hmm. But like, that's the, like what I'll be forever grateful to Kelly, my sister is taking to me to that event three months ago because it pulled me out of that spot. So then like, cause that was what was holding me back from, you know, COVID happened over two years ago, you know? So I was just like in this rut for two years. Oh, you were
0: stunned. Kind of like, how did this possibly happen to me?
1: Yeah. Like I tried yeah. hard all my life and it, res- it came to this and it's not like anything that I could control. It just happened. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I could bail the business. Like I could leave it, but I still have these notes. And I mean, the only way I could leave it is to, you know, claim bankruptcy or something, you yeah. know?
0: and you work so hard, you put in so much money, and then all of a sudden, like, you just can't, yeah. you're just not a quitter.
1: Yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, yeah, I mean, hopefully, I can use everyone else's positive energy to put on myself to continue to, to move forward.
0: Yeah. So how has, like, your mindset grown? Because you said, like, we kind of resemble one. At least you saw yourself in me. And when you were younger, you were high achiever. You were were thinking, unlike other people, amongst, like, your peers. So how did you, like, develop the certain type of mindset that allowed you to just chase after bigger things, pursue, like, things that you were passionate about, go the unconventional route?
1: You know, I think it was... I don't, and I don't know if it's Asian thing, but like, I wanted my parents' acceptance of what I'm doing. Yeah. Sorry, maybe that's not what you were going for, but like, no, did so, they did they want you to like no, work they, for
0: corporate at all, or they want you to work family business? No, they
1: didn't have any. We they didn't have anything. Asked of me, not yeah.
0: Oh, nothing asked.
1: You just put it on yourself. Yeah, I just put it on myself. Like, I want to be able to take care of everything. Yeah. So that.
0: How has it evolved over time?
1: You know, it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. I still like, you know, I want to be the person that when we go out to dinner and the entire family goes out to dinner, cousins, whoever, like I can take care of it without thinking. Yeah. And that's that's just what I want.
0: Yeah. You just want to be very generous and take care of your family. Yeah. Yeah. And be known as that guy who takes care of his family very well.
1: No, I don't even care if I'm being known of it. Yeah. Like I don't want. I don't want to thank you. I, don't want you. I don't want. I don't really? want. The recognition. Like that's just what like I, I want for myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I definitely don't want the recognition.
0: Do you want to be known for anything?
1: No, I just I just want to be the guy in the corner.
0: Dude, you're a super low key guy. Like. He is. I don't think many people can, you know, go, uh, will go to Future film and be like, oh yeah. I remember speaking to Tyler and it's just like, Oh, you know, that's like Kelly's brother. or whatever. It's like, you don't speak very much of yourself or your experiences. And it's like, you got 20 employees hang out in Hawaii who is running everything else for you. You don't give yourself like enough credit in like what you're establishing. You know, um, people can learn a whole lot from you. Why do you discredit yourself so much?
1: I don't know if I discredit myself. I just don't,
0: you just don't take the credit. You leave yeah, it on the table,
2: boy, man. It. He doesn't I, I I think that he just doesn't feel the need to like show other people what he's doing. Yeah. Totally. He just does it.
1: I think that's no, I, think I,
2: I think it's really respectable. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think I think Josh is right. Like it's just, you mm-hmm. know, it's just like I have like I have to do this and I have to do it. I don't have to tell anybody I'm doing it. Yeah. Like you know, I don't like I wish I could be like, oh, I'm just trying to be humble about like that I have ten million dollars in my bank account, I don't, but <laughs> <laughs> that <was actually> 20. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't know I'm definitely my mindset is definitely not made to be like have a million followers on Instagram or whatever, yeah, like that, and that might be the my detriment to like progressing, doing flipping. But you have maybe, your, maybe, maybe not.
0: You have your own set of, set of principles that you operate in your business, right? Yeah. And it's just like this is your style and that's yeah. just what worked for you. That's
1: yeah. It. So, I mean, I'm not against, you know, guys, you know, flexing or whatever. Like that's their thing. Yeah, definitely. But I'd 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 prefer to just be
2: unknown. Yeah. Just stay true to yourself. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Sometimes I think, oh, maybe it's like, um, it's because I'm uncomfortable with myself, so I don't want to talk about it. But it's like, I don't know. I f- I think I I don't I, when I do think that way, I think. I reassess. I'm like, no, I just, I just have no need.
0: Yeah, so you're like in the laundromat business, dude, and. People always talk about laundering money. People always are talking about like the the crime, the organized crime that happens in like that type of industry. Dude, can you tell us about like other people in the industry? (laughs) You're asking him to rat. Maybe like, no, you know, I'm not asking him to rat on anybody. I'm just asking like how true are some of these things amongst your industry? Not saying anything about yourself if you do it. And I'm sure you don't do it, you know? You're a stand-up guy. I, you, so you so know.
1: Jesse's basically asking me if I'm like some Japanese gangster.
0: I never said that. And the answer is yes.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: that's why I have to stay so low-key, you know? Because I, I, just, I just don't need my name to be popping up all over the place.
2: <laughs> Bruh. I guess he he controls Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. Oh my god, he's my poor
1: dad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But dude, that's the title now. Robert Kiyosaki is TK's poor dad. (laughs) Dude, that is such
2: a lit title. I love it. Dude, I'm pretty sure when we were in Vegas, you isn't he from like
1: he's from Hilo, (laughs) from Hilo.
0: He went to school with his uncles, bro.
1: Yeah, my uncle is his classmate. Really? Yeah, it's it's crazy that he is from Hilo, though.
2: And is everything true about the whole, like, rich dad, poor dad? Or is that all just made up? I have no idea. No, You have no clue if his father
0: was head of board of education? You ever seen the Kiyosaki name across, across town besides Robert's name? Or you've only seen Robert's name in that town?
1: No, no, like, we don't, like, in Hilo, you don't hear about him. Really? Mm-hmm. I know he's, like, the, you know, the best, best, best-selling author guy, but...
0: Yeah. I thought he would be, like, the hometown hero. Who, so, who
1: are the hometown hero of Hilo? There's, like, huh. There's a couple of, like, prominent fa- business families. Yeah. That, like, you know, that that stay local and, like, you know... You guys know who Captain co-
2: And launder their money through your...
1: Three <laughs> coin. maybe or maybe not. <laughs> you know who Captain Cook is? No, I don't know Captain Cook.
0: You don't know Captain Cook? Okay, apparently he found it in Hawaii. I don't know, bro. Everyone claims he found it in Hawaii. Everyone claims to have found Hawaii. There's like t- there's like twenty guys who claim to have found Hawaii.
1: Yeah, but Captain Cook got eaten by the Hawaiians, though.
0: Did yeah. you go down there? I went to Rotahana. And I, did Captain Cook like no Captain, no, Cook, Captain Cook big island yeah. Captain Cook is his own town in Big Island. Yeah. I, I've never been to Captain Cook uh, oh. in the Big Island. What do you think of the town? Is there anything there? There's his grave. Oh, it's his grave that that he gets a whole town, and there's his grave. Okay,
1: or uh, I guess his grave's not there. Like, like there's a there's a monument of him oh. because he got eaten by the Hawaiians.
0: What do you mean eaten?
1: <laughs> e- eaten
0: <laughs> literally chowed on. Yeah, bro, what? Oh, my gosh, dude. It's Cannibals, bro. Yeah. I, I didn't know Hawaiians were like that, bro.
1: Oh, I mean. I...
2: Wait, so is, is, Maybe Hilo, not... is Hilo like a small island in Hawaii? No, Hilo
0: is a town on the big island, bro.
2: Oh,
1: Yeah. Big island, like land-wise, it's the size. If you put all the other islands on the big island, they all fit within it. Okay.
2: It's It's a big island. It's the
1: biggest island, but it's like probably fourth most populated. Oahu is the biggest. Oahu is the only one with like Waikiki. And then there's Maui, where Jesse just went to. And then I think Kauai has more people than... Kauai has
0: more people I than... Think, big... I think so. It's a small island. Yeah. How does it have more
1: people? Oahu is the smallest island. I guess so. Yeah, it's
0: a metropolitan.
1: Yeah, and they have two million people or something.
0: There's too many people on an island, dude. There's too many people. That island needs to go away, honestly.
1: Yeah. Okay, but going back to your question... Actually, like, I feel like the laundry business is pretty legitimate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, probably the history of the laundry business. that That's why. Because
1: that it's cash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, you still, most people, you know, like, like I was saying, like, you know, the acquisition costs of, or, yeah, to a build cost of new laundromat could be in the couple, several million. Like, you're getting a loan. Yeah. Like, unless you are some crazy money laundering person, you are getting money. you know? Yeah, it's all accounted for. Yeah, it's all accounted for. Most banks will probably need some sort of, they have to keep an active profit and loss on your book to make sure that you're good for your loan. So you got, like, the money got to be cash flowing into that place.
0: But then the cash that's flowing into the place, (laughs) bro... (laughs) you're telling me you're making this much money from washing clothes and paying your water bill that you can service that note and take money home and pay your employees dude this is i don't believe it bro i don't believe it i feel like laundromats are still the same thing as they were 50 years ago people just (laughs) running running stuff through
1: yeah i'm running my flipping money through it
0: no, the flipping money is all accounted for.
1: <laughs> See, I have no I have no idea. You have no idea. But you know, like most like laundry business nowadays is actually cashless. Oh, if yeah. you're if you're no, building on near, like Apple Pay and Yeah, Apple Pay or credit card or You sleep, got that?
0: I don't have it. You don't have it. Yeah. Yeah, people don't even got smartphones on the big island, bro. People people operate on payphones on the big island. Really?
1: Yeah, we got we still got payphones. <laughs> Yes. Wild, right?
0: Yeah. Dude, it's like an old man that you walk into any of these Hawaiian airports, you feel like you're walking through like your grandpa's house. I don't know, man. But it's cool. I like the novelty of like being able to walk outside. And On board, the runway? Yeah. Board the plane. I think that's like one of my favorite parts, going what? to the airport. You know, you're not boarding the plane through like a gate. Oh, you just you walk, walk out. No, you walk outside. You go into the airport mm-hmm. in the terminal. You walk outside, and then you walk up your plane, basically runway. Yeah, yeah,
1: like upstairs. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. Feels like you're That's boarding cool. a private jet, but like, but, but you're, you're, not. Not. <laughs> <laughs> but you're but not. You're not. But you're not. That is cool. So, what keeps you going? Like, what are the, some of the new passions or novelties that you're working on in your life that you know? keeps the business interesting or keeps your life
2: interesting that keeps you from dying you know
1: to be honest like after (laughs) that keeps you from dying (laughs) yeah Yeah, man like if you're bored you're going to die tk yeah that's no that's a good question so like so you know i went through like the the up of you know a slight progression building business and then covid happened and it you know took a crap and then the business naturally came back, but I feel like it's now that I see that COVID seems to be done or done in a way that can affect the business, that I have to go back and I have to transition into doing more commercial laundry, which is a different business, but where, I, where there's room for growth. Because we're, like, I am the only, hmm. I am one of two dry cleaners left on the Big Island. Why did the others die? Because it's getting, well, we bought two of them. And then the other one just closed. But, you know, like, dry cleaning business, you know, even for me, I don't, I don't dry clean. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, everything that we're wearing here, we don't have to. to. You could dry clean the shirt. But, you know. The directing business is kind of going away, so I do know that I have to do something if I want the business to grow. And I like I don't want it to be stagnant because I don't want, you know, somebody else can easily see like, hey, look at this. Tyler has all the business here. There's room for me to come. Mm. If he does that, that person wouldn't actually take my business and survive. We would just both die. Yeah. So split
0: the business, yeah, split the customers, half. and we. Just yeah,
1: we die. just die. So, I do know like I have to, I guess, be more active in taking the business. So, like, that's always, especially now that I know that COVID's ending, that I have to be more proactive on trying to get more business.
0: So, what are some of your strategies on that? You ever thought about that?
1: Yeah. I mean, I just have to go back, go back home and put my face in front of people who will make decisions on, who does their linen?
0: So you got to be a better salesperson. Yeah. You got to continue to offer higher value yeah. and then offer them a better deal. I guess what your competitors could possibly offer. Yeah.
1: But like, I guess, but besides that, you know, like I was saying, I like how I have so much time now. Yeah. What I spend most of my time doing during the day is I have a spreadsheet and I just, I just go on the MLS, not necessarily to find a deal, but just looking at whatever, And just plugging in pieces and just practicing doing... Deal analysis? Yeah. Really? Okay. And that's that's what I mostly spend my time doing now. Yeah. Like, there's no deals, so... But at least if I can practice doing it on paper... When there is... When the deal comes, I'll be able to see it, you know? Yeah. But, like, you know, like, even my house. I think the price has dropped, like, 10%, 15% from june till now
0: yeah that's fast like,
1: yeah that's fast and it, like i was like man it, like catching a falling knife now if i were to if that's how like the whole market is in vegas or in my area like there's not that much spread to be yeah. catching something that you know is going to be 15 percent.
0: yes your arv is like unstable
1: yeah could be zero could be less. <laughs> you know you don't know
0: yeah you could be paying money at closing when you're going to sell. Yeah. It's like nobody wants to waste time and lose money. Yeah. Double whammy, bro.
1: But I mean, at least like this this extra time that I have has given me the time to, practi- to yeah. practice to sharpen your skills. Yeah.
0: So you guys do commercial real estate in some way as well or is it just the businesses?
1: Oh, just the businesses. I mean, like we have a like a smart portfolio a smart smart a small portfolio that mm-hmm. our family has that I manage, but mm-hmm. Whatever, nothing crazy.
0: Small houses or what did you say? Houses, like- apartment. Apartment.
1: Commercial buildings. Mm-hmm.
0: That's your parents' portfolio. You're just helping them manage it while they're going through retirement, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've actively managed it for a while now. Take care of the leases. I'm basically, yeah, we we haven't had to hire a commercial leasing agent in like, I don't know, 12 mm-hmm. years, 14 years since I've been doing it.
0: Yeah, is it pretty easy? Or are you just like very proficient? You have like systems in place.
1: Yeah, I mean, I got the contracts. I, I I know how to negotiate it. It's okay. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: So, what's the your most favorite thing out of all the things that you do?
1: Business wise. Yeah.
0: Or activity inside the businesses. You find yourself <sighs> to be like, you enjoy the sales side, or do you enjoy like the analyticals number side? It sounds like you know how to do everything honestly
1: yeah i feel like i'm really good at the numbers thing really yeah but i enjoy the sales Mm. like the interaction whichever what like just any kind of interaction okay like even if it's like even if i have to work at the laundromat and help a customer with the machine that's two dollars like that interaction is just as enjoyable as me trying to renegotiate a five-year commercial lease Mm -hmm.
0: do you feel like you're ever a shark when it comes to negotiating
1: No, I feel I'm. I'm definitely not a shark.
0: You're just trying to find a win-win solution?
1: Yeah. Like, I don't want to, like, I guess I don't, like, I I know I can't go to bed knowing, like, like, I stole this from somebody.
2: Mm.
1: You feel that way? Sometimes? If I did.
0: What makes you feel that way? I feel like life is not what you ask for, it's what you negotiate for. Yeah, I guess. You feel some type of guilt sometimes when you negotiate hard?
1: No, if I know I'm getting like the deal of a lifetime.
0: A deal of a lifetime? Yeah. Have you ever gotten a deal of a lifetime?
1: I've gotten it once. What's the deal of
0: a lifetime? Oh. He doesn't want to talk about because he stole some yeah. grandma's laundry mat, bro.
1: <laughs> yo, yo,
0: that's why he couldn't yo. sleep. That's why he couldn't <laughs>
2: sleep when he flew in here from Vegas. <laughs> he I
1: get, slept the whole way. <laughs> <He> <laughs> yo, this, this was like
0: this was like a decade ago, bro. Tell us, it's in the past now. Tell us about the deal of a lifetime.
1: Okay, so the deal of a lifetime was, and I guess it was just an educated gamble. But I did a I did a construction project which had to be done in phases. So this was, it was a commercial building.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It was a commercial building that had to be done in phases. And the, the, our client had to get funding in phases. That's why we had to do it in phases. So because I felt that they weren't able to get the full funding and they weren't, able, they weren't going to be able to push the project through in its entirety. That's what I felt. I took all the profit of the whole project in that first phase and they and they only wanted to do half of the phase that I thought that they were gonna do. So I basically did like one sixth the work for all the profit. And we and I was right. They didn't do the project. They didn't did they default? No, they just so they paid us on, like, I so I, we did one-sixth the project. I took all the profit.
0: How did they give you all the profit? without? Fin- I thought you get your profit at the end. How do you get the profit in the beginning?
1: The way I, the way I made the contract.
0: The way you made the contract?
1: Yeah. They didn't know I was getting the profit. Okay. I just priced it that way.
0: You priced it that way.
1: So if we ended up doing the five, the rest, like, we did one-sixth. If we did the six, then we wouldn't make money on the, from phase, you know, two to six. Because I took it all.
0: Oh, so you wouldn't have gotten paid from two to six and it would just been break even. But you had your Oh we would have, I
1: mean we would have made the money on the entire project, but I just made it on the very, very, very beginning.
0: And they decided not to do the yeah, they, rest of the project?
1: Yeah, they didn't do the rest of the project. What the heck? So I felt kinda of bad, but like I was like, Well, my guess was right.
0: What well, what was your guess? Like why why did you feel like they were not gonna do the entire project? That you priced your profit in the very beginning,
1: because their grant—it was a grant. Their grant writer was didn't seem very good.
0: Okay. Did you feel unstable, and that's why you're like, I gotta take my money now? Yeah,
1: I gotta take. I was like, I gotta take it.
0: How much was to pay off? Do you know?
1: Uh the one phase was like two hundred fifty thousand.
0: Okay. And how long did it take to do that one? That. That one phase, dude. Like two, you're taking like two days. <laughs> you gotta tell me you made two hundred fifty thousand in two days.
1: No, it was like maybe a month. A month. A Month. Yeah.
0: Huh? That sounds kind of reasonable for like construction company. Yeah, commercial construction. Big baller sport, bro. No. Yeah.
1: But that yeah they're pretty yeah. I I mean I I. I... I had some uh, sad feelings towards it, but I don't know.
0: Did they know? Do they feel bad about it as well? Or is it just, that's just business? Yeah. They I mean, knew, they I, knew what the terms of the contract were, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I felt like we should have, they should have just pulled through with the rest of the money so to do the job. Yeah. And mm. then, then it would have just been normal. Yeah. You know, I don't want to just take the money. Like, yeah. I want the job, the whole job
0: but they didn't execute on the rest of the work. Yeah. So that's kind of on them. Yeah. They could have gotten their value. It's kind of like economies of scale. Like the more work you do, the cheaper it's going to be. But if you're going to get like smaller piece done, you're going to do a bunch of smaller pieces along the way. Yeah, it's going to be expensive. It's going to be very expensive. Yeah. Like multiples times expensive than if you just did it all at once. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. That's my boring life.
0: Your boring life. So I was looking for the... Your girlfriend, or looking for a wife? When's that gonna come, bro? <laughs>
2: tell, tell me,
0: tell me about how. how <laughs> Damn, bro, tell me We're about.
1: Talk about this on the video.
2: Yeah, man. Come, I mean, if if you, can want. you want, <laughs> we can talk about New Zealand. We don't. Do the listeners want to hear about New Zealand? I don't, bro. I think that's pretty interesting.
0: Okay, you can, you can pick. Okay. You got you got your fork in the road. You could talk about your love life, or you could talk about New Zealand. <laughs> And then if you pick one and the, then the other, we're going to interview you again and get the other one next time. So
1: you got no ways out. <laughs> so, you know, I would say about relationships, <laughs> man, it's like the hardest thing trying to find somebody that you actually will like, it's so good that you found somebody you want to marry at such a young age. Yeah. Yeah. I, would, I wish that for myself Yeah, because that makes it easy. It really does. You know, like um, going through a journey, you know, through entrepreneurship journey, like that we're all going through, you know, having the right partner, even though they're not directly involved in the business, but if they are very supportive of it, it will make your business grow so much quicker and so much better than if you had to just do it on your own. Really, definitely.
0: What's been your experiences with having like unsupportive girlfriends in the past? Like, you f- they feel like, oh, you work too much, or
1: like, what's going on? Oh, what is the wor- what is the word that they use? Ah, uh, s- solo pr- solo entrepreneur. Solo preneur, Like, I feel like that's me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why do you say that?
1: Because most of the stuff I do is just on is on my own.
0: Yeah. You can leave yeah. your house whenever you want by yourself. Don't need to notify anybody that you're out of town. Right. No, but like, even like doing the work, you know? Yeah.
1: Like I'm fortunate that my family has given me free reign to do whatever I want to do with, I guess, that portion of my bu- of the business. But even doing things on my own for my personal stuff, it's hard when you're a one man team, you know? Yeah. And I'm not trying to be a one man team. That's just how it is. How it's happened for me, yeah. So that's cool, man. That's Josh. my love life.
2: <laughs> he's, he's so solo. have you like? I guess you've seen people, entrepreneurs that like found that person and then they just blew up. Like, is that like something you've seen or are you just?
1: I've seen it probably like two times personally of like people that I that I personally know. Mm-hmm. But I do know, like I I'll see other people who are like, man, these guys would be in such a different place if their if significant other was on board, was like on board with them.
0: Mm-hmm. So can you can either supercharge you or kind of hold you back. Yeah, right. you can
1: go both ways, you know.
0: Yeah, and you just never know. You really never know until they go along for the journey with you.
1: Yeah, and you know, like the the journey is ne- like you know, the journey might seem great at the end when there's money and you have free time, but like. To get to that part of, the, like, through that journey, like, it's probably, like, the most hectic thing ever.
0: Because,
1: mm-hmm. like, even or even for me, like, you know, I'm not, I guess I'm still in that journey. But literally, like, right after this, I something might happen in Hawaii, and I might have to fly from Delaware to Hawaii. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But it's not like I'm, it's not like I'm working, um where I'm working for like a stable company and I'm a salaried guy and I know I'm going to work at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like I could go to work at any time. Yeah. And that makes it hard. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: hard, like motivational wise, no hard to like just balance, balance your friends or your family, your relationship, you know, that makes it hard. Yeah. I miss so many stuff because I'm, Oh, cause you're working always for working. myself. Yeah. yeah. But not cause I'm not always working. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, oh, Tyler, you have all the freedom. I'm like, yeah, I might have all the freedom until that phone rings.
2: Yeah. You know? Then you don't have any freedom. <laughs> then
1: it's right. like you got to
0: tend to it because of the fire.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know? Because, I mean, I've been on vacation in Japan like four in the morning. I'm on the phone for three hours. What? Because, like, the business calls for something about this or that or whatever. And I got to answer the phone.
0: You don't got a right-hand man? No. You don't have a right-hand why man? Why not? Yeah, literally, why don't you have a right-hand man?
1: Yeah, I have to figure that out. That's that's something I have to work on.
0: Do you think that's like the number one thing you're missing in your organization?
1: Yeah, I think I have to either figure out like how to make more money so I can pay somebody well to literally be me. Yeah. Or I just have to make no money and have somebody do it so I have just time. Mm, yeah. So it's a combination of both things.
0: Dang. I mean, would it be fair to like Say you have to pay them as much as you not pay yourself, but like whatever salary somebody like yourself to put up fires, but also like you're not super needed in your business except when there are those fires.
1: Yeah, I'm. All, I'm. I'm yeah? just a fireman. That's it.
0: You're just a fireman. Yeah. So it's like you. You need somebody for very few times to do very specialized task. Aside from that, you know. What else would they do besides be the fireman, you know? I have no idea. Yeah, so that's kind of like, you're in like a hard spot where it's like, you you don't want them to be the super high level person, but then they're like doing bookkeeping (laughs) the rest of the time, or they're doing something very not worth their skill level, right? But then you can't have somebody who's like mediocre, and like they're doing like a full time mediocre gig, and whenever there's a fire, oh, you're trusting this. This person with literally the entire company,
1: yeah, like perfect example is like on Tuesday, I went golfing for the first time in like two weeks, yeah this past tuesday i was I, I took one phone call, and that required me to make like thirty texts while I was golfing, oh
0: my gosh that's not relaxing, at but all.
1: five days before that, I mean five day like the f- f- five days up until Tuesday. I didn't do anything on my phone at all. Mm-hmm. And just the one moment that I go on the golf course, <laughs> my phone <laughs> rings and I have to do all this stuff. I'm like, Oh, why does it have to happen now? And you know, it's hard to have a full-time employee for that one moment, you know? Yeah. Cause that like whoever gets that job, that'd be a great job to have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get a salary. It sounds you, get, like it, yeah, you get a salary to answer the phone twice a week.
2: I
0: mean, you can get a, per- why don't you get a personal assistant? Like an executive assistant, bro.
1: But they'll just answer the phone and they'll be, they'll, hey, yeah. hey, Tyler, I got this phone call.
0: What, yeah, what do I do with it? Well, don't you have, are they all very unique situations?
1: A lot of time, yeah.
0: It's just like you've never encountered this. Now. Yeah, you have to, it's go, not you like, have to go solve the problem like a consultant for your own business? Yeah, it's like doing math. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's not like, okay, here's the list of like things. You still need
0: to solve the problem.
1: Yeah, still have to solve the problem, yeah.
0: Otherwise, you get something very someone that's very smart to solve the problem and then that'd be very expensive. And doing anything else beneath that is not worth their time.
1: Yeah, I feel like it, yeah. And then I couldn't afford to be like, oh, here, here's a full-time job to do nothing most of the time. Like, I'll shoot myself.
0: That's so crazy. That's That's a a a weird situation. That is a really weird situation, too. I got a friend. I got a friend. I can connect you with him. Maybe he can help you solve your problem.
1: Maybe. And I'm willing to listen.
0: Yeah, he's a very smart guy. He flips businesses.
1: (laughs) Dang. I'm willing to listen to him.
0: Yeah. Let me get. Let me give him a call and ask him if he can help you out. But, dude, that's, that's super dope. Yo, you got anything left for TK?
2: So, I'm just curious. Um, if there are any deals in Vegas, why are you still analyzing deals in Vegas? Like, why don't you look at, at other markets? Great question. <laughs> like, have you ever heard of Kent County delaware
1: (laughs) (laughs) well honestly like that's like probably five percent of the reason why i even like was like i'm gonna visit you guys because i want i just like i mean i really do want to check it out i really did just want to hang with you guys but i really do just want like i was like man what you guys are buying houses for how much like you know you can't in vegas or you know west coast
0: i know but you know
1: like you know like I was saying, like, I have time to practice. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what I'm practicing on, you know? Yeah. I'm just practicing. So yeah, yeah. practice is practice.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's all, like, relative. Like, yeah. you're going to be using the same calculator in any state.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm excited for you guys to show me something. Yeah, Dude, I am too. Because I got the time. I'll be a very good worker for you guys.
0: A very good worker. What are you talking about? Yeah, what type
2: about? of work do you want to do? <laughs> yeah, what?
0: you want to paint our room dude we have had primer in our bedroom for the last month bro. <laughs> primer
2: prime and an air mattress, air mattress. no we don't have
0: an air mattress you have the air mattress <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry bro i'm so sorry it's okay it's okay well, you can come visit us next year we'll have a legit mattress have a nice house like dude just wait. Just just wait. Dude, my house was not clean last night before you got here. I I told him this morning that dude, we did 2 hours of cleaning last night in preparation to have you here, dude. And yeah. Oh,
1: that's a clean house, man. I was surprised. Like I'd have to do like 6 hours of cleaning for this. <laughs> 6.
0: Yeah, it's good to live by yourself. Huh? <laughs> but yeah, and we got a cleaner coming in tomorrow, professional cleaner. Yeah, they like,
1: but I already saw your house.
2: Yeah, now gonna, you're going to get to see it after it's been professionally it's, cleaned.
0: It's uh, going to be more detailed. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So they'll clean doors, baseboards, everything. Fans, bro. Yeah, so we're going all out for you, man. All right. I'm excited. Yeah. Is there anything... Wait, to- how long uh-huh. are you
1: here until? Uh, Sunday night. Okay. Yeah. Like 10, I think I said.
0: 10 p.m., yeah. bro. He's here all Sunday. We're doing... <laughs> We're having some friends getting baptized on Sunday, so I'll take you to church, bro. i to church?
2: Yeah, man. Yeah, I'll take you to church. Come to our Filipino church. Are you getting baptized? I've already been baptized. You
0: already been baptized. Okay. Well, we just watch them. You're some
2: Filipino? Up. Yeah. Do
0: hmm. you know they're brothers? Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely talked about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We had a guest last week and she was like, You guys are brothers? What? Yeah, I was like Really? Yeah. Yeah. She thought no, I didn't know that. Because he looks so much so less different. So much different? So less different? I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. What do you want to leave the guest with? If you were to... What? 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 Did I do something? Okay. I. Caleb was just... Yeah, what was I thought, I thought he, he looked so disappointed in me. And so I was just like, oh, I'm so... I'm sorry, Caleb. Did I do something? Did I cut out too soon? Am I too abrupt? No,
1: well, no, no. It's, it's just, it's just emoting and reacting to the segue.
2: Yeah, that was a weird segue. <laughs> oh, all right, TK. So what I'd
1: have to say is, what I, what I guess, what I've learned over like the last like <laughs> my entire life, and this is actually my biggest problem, is. This analysis paralysis thing that I have, it's it's like my Achilles heel, yeah, to the max. I've come through so like I've gotten my fair. I always say like, I get I get the shorthand of the stick. I'm always unlucky, but I do get my fair share of deals that are presented to me. Not real estate deals, just just in life, and I tend to overthink it. And by the time I'm ready to make that decision of saying yes to it, the opportunity is gone. So just take the opportunity when you see it.
0: Well, that's really good. Yeah. I like that, man. So if people were to reach out, get a hold of you, how can they? You don't need to give your phone number. <laughs> I mean, if you
2: if you want that, I don't it, think he wants people to reach out to I
0: you. I guess you don't want people he, to reach out to you. You can just be he's the like unknown. Bruce
2: Wayne, he just, just. Chose.
1: I don't even know what my Instagram is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, do you want people to reach out to thinking. you or not really? They can. They can? All right. I
1: actually don't know what All right. What well, it is. we'll put,
2: whatever TK's Instagram is, it'll be somewhere.
0: We'll put it in the show notes. It out. All right. I'm sorry guys, I'm still trying to figure out how to run a podcast I don't know what I'm doing I have just been doing this for one month I hope you guys have
2: enjoyed the show and tune in for next time Peace. peace